You are on Max's Island, a podcast by Meet Max Power. On Max's Island podcast, you'll hear the lived experiences of people who choose to live life a little differently. It might be a story of when they took time out and dared to do something crazy. Perhaps they made a decision to leave it all behind and follow their dreams. Or maybe they just stopped listening to what other people thought and did what was right for them. This experience becomes a story that is part of them and one that you need to hear. So, now that you're on Max's Island, listen to the wisdom in these stories and you too will be inspired to do what you have always wanted to do. Max's Island today, we're at the Muslim Park Golf Course, semi-finals of the club championships for 2019. Got my opponent here with me, Evan Wilkinson. President Wilco, how are you going? Tony, feeling good, feeling good, looking forward to this. We've only played, is this our second this game This is our together? second time. Yeah, I owe you one from a couple of years ago when yeah. you knocked us off on the 19th. That's right, I still remember a four iron in on the 19th. Yeah. Knocked it close. Yeah. So um, it's going to be a good day. We've got... Uh, Probably the, the regarded big, big as crowd a, watching big, us. big crowd, yeah. Regarded as probably the um, most canny left-hander in the club, Jeff McPherson, the dog man, the big Western Bulldogs man. So uh, it's great to see him out of bed early to huh. walk around with us. Behind the ropes, Jeff. Yeah. Behind the ropes, please, mate. So, yeah. Good start, a couple of nice putts, so after a couple of holes, Evan's already two up, so um, I've got a bit of work to do. It's, it's all putting, isn't it, this whole game? Yeah, yeah, certainly is. So we're standing on the third tee uh, at Mozzie Parks, you can hear the birds in the background, it's absolutely magnificent, and we're looking northwards towards the green, but let's turn around and see probably the best view in Perth from a golf tee. Uh, looking over the Swan River, it's just an amazing sight. It's a beautiful morning. There's a few boats on the water. We, we take this for granted. We do, we do. It's uh, even as golfers, we turn up each week. We we barely look at it. We're focused on that first fairway, <laughs> uh, and looking this way might relax us just a little bit. I think so. I think we need to take it in. As you say, golf can be all-consuming once you're on the course, but it's uh, you know from this is the, the 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 gem of this golf club is the ability to soak in a fantastic atmosphere and, and to be able to get a break from that game you know so if you are you know like me i've just got off to a, uh, a slow start so now i can take a bit of a break enjoy the view and regroup what amazes me as australians are we, we have these views we've got the best beaches in the world yet we holiday overseas to try and get the yeah. same thing yeah it's um it's a strange thing isn't it because uh you know, there's so many great courses in WA if, from a point of view of a golfing uh, trip away. And, you know, when we think about those down south around the Cut and Kennedy Bay and this course and 
journal up, you know, for not a lot of money, you could uh, spend a week playing sensational golf. I, I had one of my best mates from over east. He's over here on business, and I brought him up here yesterday. We had some lunch, and I brought him up here to have a look, and he was blown away by the view. Um, and it's a place we take people. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get back into it. Third hole awaits us. Let's do it. Well, four holes down. I've jagged a couple of putts. The game's pretty close. I did say, well, we did say it was all about putting. You and, did, mate. And sure <laughs> enough, it's all about putting. I've drilled a couple, and um, it's, uh, yeah, that's what the game's all about. So we're on the fifth tee here, so the view's a little bit different. We're looking over the harbour this time. We can see the Maritime Museum. Um, great structure it is. So, um, again, there's no hardly any breeze. It's just magic. It, that view, once again, we don't appreciate what we have. Um, and it's always such a clear view, isn't it? We can it see is. the ships coming in, yep. might be cruise liners coming in, cargo ships. Looks a bit bare out there in the harbour at the moment, doesn't look like there's much there at all. Looks perfect. Yeah, yeah. Be a great day out there uh, chucking a line back at Karnak for some uh, King George Whiting. I feel like chucking your putter out there. <laughs> so at that point in time, Evan and I decided that we probably should just concentrate on our own respective games. But in true golf fashion, we got together for a beer at the end of the day, to reflect on our fortunes and also have a chat about how we both got attracted to the game of golf and what it means to us. We're sitting out here on the balcony, the game's over, we're here with Evan, Evan beat me this morning, three and two, how'd you go this afternoon in the final Ev? Unfortunately uh, I went down on the 19th hole which is our first sudden death hole to Daniel uh, he was a little bit, little bit too consistent in the end, I guess. Got me. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a good game, high quality, good standard, and um, he played that sudden death hole unbelievably well. Massive drive, wasn't it? Did you hit yours pretty well? I, I smoked that drive down there, and he was twenty past me. Yeah, and he uh, made it a lot easier for him to hit that green. Yeah. Look, dis disappointing is the first reaction feeling, I guess. Um, I, I had my, my, my mother passed away late last year um, and she was my number one fan on the golf course. She would always ring me, ask me how I went at golf and I was with it when she passed away and I was with her. She was still talking to me about golf and she didn't want me to come over and be with her when she was passing because I had a, it was the Order of Merit. It was the last day of the Order of Merit. Right. She wanted me to stay back here but, but I, I was with her. Um, you know, carried a bit of her with me today. I'd love yeah. to have won it for her. Yeah, I'm sure she would have been um, been there with you in spirit. And um, uh, it's great that um, you can have those sort of inspirations and those, those sort of role models to, to keep you going. So was she influential in getting you into golf? Yep, yep. So I was about, I'm going to say eight or nine, um, and I used to collect golf balls at Manavale Golf Course in Sydney. Um, still remember my first set, it was a rectangle bag. Um, the old brown rectangle bag yep. with the Von Nider irons and the, the timber woods with bits of timber coming off from the base plate coming off. Yeah. Um, they were the best golf clubs. And you used to say, hit it out of the screws, because there were screws in the, there were in screws, the face. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> and, and if you, I don't know if you remember, you, some people would try and screw them out and they'd get a bit wonky and they'd cut the ball. It was, a, yeah. it was the greatest era of golf. It was fantastic. It was a good era. 
when I went to, I was playing um, AFL football at the same time as well, and it was me and some mates who we used to play across from Bayview Golf Course in Sydney, and we used to flick over and watch the golfers hit and everything, and we thought we we should get into this thing. And there was a, we we're very fortunate. Our school had a great program, golf program. Oh, okay. Um, was that a state school? Yep, state school. Yeah. So. Um, we would have on a Tuesday for sport about 50 or 60 kids playing golf. Wow. It was just unbelievable. And I, and I talk about it often. I miss it because it was a great thing. And, I, and schools don't do enough of it now. Um, and I don't know where that's Golf Australia's responsibility or whatever, but it just it got everyone into golf. And we, we probably had 100-odd juniors at our club at Bayview. I still remember joining. It was $100.00 to get in, $10 joining fee, and that was it, we are on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, I must admit, we, um, I joined here in 1977 as a 16-year-old, and we had a junior program here, and it was well and truly out of my suburb, um, but it was a place to, you know, we, we'd, and we're sitting here on the balcony at Mozzie Park looking across to the river to Blackwall Reach, and behind that's Point Walter, so... As school kids, we used to. I lived in Melbourne. We used to go to play in Point Walter, and that was our sort of hack around place. And um, so to come to a private club and, and be formal about and be organised was was a big big push. And I got to thank my dad for that. You know, he he was always um, making sure that um, had all the opportunities when it came to sport. I played a lot of cricket, and and that was what I did in the off season was come and play play golf. And it was. Um... I, I don't think there's a better sport for. Um, like my dad was a great supporter as well. Don't get me wrong, but parents were separated, and I needed. Dad was living interstate, and I needed a bit of um, fatherly figure, I guess. Um, and I don't think there's a better sport than golf for that. Um, as we started learning, I was learning about uh, etiquette, rules. Um, I still remember clearly letting the ladies tee off before the before I did. Um, kissing a lady on the cheek after the round and things like that yeah. and it was just I, I tell people if your kids need just a little bit of guidance or anything like that get them into golf yeah I, I, it's funny you say that because um, I, I said I lived in Melbourne so it's a, it was a fair drive my mum would drop me off and there was a guy who played on Wednesdays and I used to come out here on Wednesdays as, as um, I got compensation actually when I was at school to that was my sports afternoon yeah. and I was able to come up to the golf course and I'd get up here, play in the Wednesday scrounges and there was a guy who lived in Cardinia and he used to take me home yeah. and because of that he was a bit of a player back then and he used to drink and hang around here and you know probably drove home with a skin full a few times <laughs> but, but I'd have to hang around and I'd, so I'd sit around after the, the round, you know, I'd get dressed up, put a coat on at 16 and, and sit with these old guys. And, of course, you didn't talk, you just listened. Yeah. And it was a great learning experience, and um, it, was, it was a fantastic time. And um, as you say, you, you learn, learn etiquette. I learned the hard way. I remember on the third tee one day, and I'd played my shot and hadn't hit it very well. And so I'm um, practising my swing as another guy. One of the old blokes is teeing off. And this, this guy was a professor at the university and had a, had a reputation for being a bit of a cranky old bugger. And um, so I was sort of practicing my swing after I'd uh, played my shot not so well. And, and he chastised me about that because he was about to have his shot and um, I was putting him off. And uh, 
Yeah, he gave me a real dressing down, so I never did that again. <laughs> I learned the hard way. <laughs> well, I remember things like, because we played in that long sock era. Yes, um, of course. And I remember as kids, we would push our socks down and, you know, I remember Tom Bowman, the Scottish captain, oi, pull those socks up. He was yelling across yeah. fairways and stuff like that, and we were forever, forever getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> but we were good kids. Um, yeah. And... I'm probably fortunate that from that era, and you know, I'm talking when we were 11 and 12 years of age, 13 and that when we joined, to this day, like my, my best mates are still guys I started golf with. Yeah. Uh, met at the time, Mark Weir works for the Queensland PGA now. Uh, another guy, Mark Stevens, is vice captain in Long Reef Golf Club in Sydney. And I've got other mates in Queensland and Sydney, etc., who we're, we're still close. We still talk two, three times a week. We go away for golf trips, and that's what golf. That's what golf does. Yeah, I guess because you're together for such long periods, you know, four hours and around, and you get to chat and you get to know people. Yeah. You get to know um, and become very friendly with them. Obviously, here at the club here, Mark Pierce, who's a long-term member, he, um, you know, we were uh, played a lot of golf in our late teens, early 20s together. And, um, yeah, it's you, you build up a um, great knowledge of each other's you know, backgrounds and, and um, yeah, you do build those lasting friendships. And, and we, you know, we, we started our junior pennants, um, senior pennants, and we just all went through together. Some guys turned pro, etc. but it was, um, you know, the, I don't think there's another sport for young kids that just teaches you everything yeah. that golf does. And so how did you get to Mozzie Park? So you obviously came over to WA. Yep, so, so I gave up golf Oh, I'm not going to guess an age here, but um, came over, married, young little baby, arrived, rented just around the corner from Mosman Park, never came up here, right. cycled past two, three days a week, um, got really into cycling, and then I did that Bustleton half triathlon thing, and I was spent after that, all the training and everything, it just I was cooked. And it was a couple of dads at school who said, um, we're having a game of golf, do you want to play? So I'd got the clubs out of the shed and everything like that and I can't turn up anywhere and just play I have to hit ball so I started going to the range a little bit and got ready and played and that was it the, Back into the, it. Bug, was the bug was there um, yeah. th those dads actually said they were joining here um, so I came up here with them and joined unfortunately they're they're gone now they're over at Melville Glades but um, I, I and I still remember here when I joined I was still a little bit nervous about getting out there and playing competitions, which I think is a common thing amongst new members. Um, and the first comp was with uh, Ross Campbell, mm -hmm. Al Bryan and Jerry King. It was, and I, it was the Winter Cup, I think I won it. Uh, <laughs> and that was it. I, I was hooked. Um, I, I, I love this club. Um, I mean, we could all go to other clubs, yeah. better clubs, etc. But I think we're about the company we keep. Yep. And... I don't think there's many people in this club that I wouldn't play with. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I feel the same way. You know, I joined here in 77, as I said, and then stopped playing due to business and family in the 90s. And um, But twice I left the club in 84 uh, because I moved out to Leeming yep. and joined Melville Glades. One year, hated it, came back here. And then when I... Um, didn't play in much in the 90s and my son started playing and we were still at Leeming so he threw a school program at Melville Glades and was a junior member there and so I took a 
partial membership or something like that just so I could play with him and for a year out there and and I must admit it wasn't fulfilling although it was great playing with my son and then he went back to cricket and decided that golf wasn't for him and um, and I came back here and funnily enough there were not funnily enough it was just the way it was there was many many faces that were still here and it felt like home yeah and that was probably 2002 and uh, it's been fantastic ever since and I've just currently moved even further away and, and I, it's you know a 35 40 minute drive but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way because it's enjoyable it's in, enjoyable when you get here and that's the most important thing we, we know it's a time consuming sport it's a greedy sport on parents yep um, I always still challenge myself about do I am I around the family enough and things like that and August is probably the the worst month because our club championships are on Sundays and etc um, but you know I try and embrace my family and I bring my daughter up here on a Sunday afternoon we'll go and play a couple of holes get a bowl of chips and things like that yep. um, just so she's included as much as I can have her in it yeah good yeah look it, it's great and, and um, yeah it is a place to come and we just kind of hope that we can continue to get new members continue to grow the club because uh, it is great fun being up here and um, as a club we we want to make sure we're here for certainly uh, the duration of our golfing careers yeah and, and you know for any any new members we have I, I tell them embrace bring your family bring yeah your family along. yeah well next sunday is father's day and yeah. and i'm going to bring my dad up he loves to come up here and hopefully it'll be fine like today and we'll sit out there on the balcony and just as you say have a bowl of chips and yeah and he'll have a cup of tea and it'll be just fantastic enjoy this enjoy the view and just enjoy the 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 relaxed nature of being up here and and um yeah and just have some fun so we'll be back next saturday back into the the routine of saturday canadian forces forces, which is a bit of an interesting interesting game but um look we'll wind up here thanks evan for being part of this and um if anybody's listening and wants to join a fantastic golf club not too many airs and graces. It's pretty relaxed, but a really good bunch of people. Then come and see us at uh, Mozzie Park Golf Club. Uh, there's always room for for new people, and uh, look forward to um, continuing to grow this club over the next few years. But well done today, Evan. Bad Thanks, luck man. for uh, uh, not quite getting the chocolates, but uh, it was a great effort. And uh, um, and thank you. And I'm guessing you want another crack at me next year. Yeah. Well, you've knocked me <laughs> off twice now in semis in two and two out of the last three years. So um, I think I owe you one. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll um, perhaps I need to practice a little bit more. But we'll, we'll be there next year. All right. Thanks, okay. mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. We spoke on the bus. On the way home from work, he was lost in the details of life. Each day was a blur, all work and no play. And how, how it had turned out this way. He told me his plan, a short-term escape, five weeks on the Bibbulmun track.
every sense was engaged, his mind was as clear as the sky. Completely alone, no emails or phone and nothing. 